Chapter 5, Cardiology. Topic 12, Cardiac Arrest. Today's topic is an essential one for all medical professionals, code blue. To begin, let's clarify what we mean by code blue. A code blue refers to a cardiac rhythm that necessitates cardiopulmonary resuscitation, often referred to as CPR. Now, the specific response to a code blue situation might differ depending on the cardiac rhythm observed in the patient. For instance, there are certain situations where only chest compressions are indicated. These arise in the cases of asystole and pulseless electrical activity, or PEA for short. On the other hand, there are circumstances where both chest compressions and unsynchronized cardioversion, which many might colloquially refer to as a shock, are required. These scenarios include ventricular fibrillation and pulseless ventricular tachycardia. Now, understanding the underlying causes of a systole or PEA is crucial. One easy way to remember these causes is through the six H's and T's. Under the category of H, we have hypoxia, hypovolemia, hydrogen ions indicating acidosis, hyperkalemia, hypokalemia, and hypothermia. Turning to the T's, we consider tension pneumothorax, cardiac tamponade, cardiac thrombosis, pulmonary thrombosis, toxins, and trauma. Let's now delve into the step-by-step -step procedure to address a code blue situation. First, ascertain if there's no pulse. Second, without delay, initiate CPR, starting with chest compressions. Third, it's crucial to determine the cardiac rhythm. If you observe ventricular fibrillation or pulseless ventricular tachycardia, you should administer a shock, followed by epinephrine. However, in the cases of a systole or PEA, only epinephrine is required. Fourth, persist with chest compressions. Fifth, regularly recheck the rhythm and, if necessary, revert to step three. This cycle should continue until a non-CPR rhythm is evident or a pulse is palpable. A few vital pointers to always keep in mind. When performing chest compressions, remember the golden rule. 30 compressions at a pace of 100 to 120 beats per minute. Then give two breaths. After a two-minute cycle of this, it's essential to check the pulse to decide if CPR should proceed. It's pivotal to administer epinephrine at intervals of every three to five minutes during the CPR process. Frequently, an advanced airway is beneficial. When this is in place, you can provide compressions without any interruptions for breaths after the 30 compressions. Instead, the person overseeing the airway would employ a bag valve mask to ensure the patient receives a breath roughly every five to six seconds.